Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 23rd of October, 2023. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel, the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel, and the Wilmsfront Rumble channel. Remember uh, to support uh, not just this program, but all Unshackled Productions. Uh, you can send through a Super Chat donation via Entropy. I put the link into the live chat there for you to click through. It is 9pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where a week after the overwhelming defeat of the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice at the referendum, it is clear our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, just doesn't get it. Remember that uh, speech that clearly he didn't write on referendum night, saying that uh, he accepted the result of the Australian people. When it came, Parliament was back last week, and obviously Peter Dutton and the opposition asked Anthony Albanese the obvious question, are you still committed uh, to, uh, to implementing the Uluru statement from the heart in full, like you said on election night? Are you still uh, committed to a Makarata commission? There's $26 million, which is being put in the budget already. And uh, so, and this is what uh, Anthony Albanese, his uh, various responses in question time uh, from last week. Will the Prime Minister be honest and upfront with Australians and inform the House whether or not he remains committed to a treaty and truth-telling process? What I'm committed to post the referendum is respecting what Indigenous people have said. And what they have said is that they are undertaking uh, a week which is uh, reasonable uh, for them to uh, to deal with uh, what for, for many people, regardless of what white people voted in this referendum. Regardless of what white people voted? Makarata is simply a Yilnu word for coming together after struggle. I think it's a good thing that people come together. That's actually a bit of bull, because the principal of Arnhem Land's uh, Yurkala School, that's in Yungu Territory, has told the ABC that, in fact, Makarata literally means a spear penetrating, usually the thigh of a person that's done wrong, so they cannot hunt anymore, they cannot walk properly, they cannot run properly, to maim them, to settle them down. And that actually seems the true agenda of Albanese's Makarata, doesn't it? Yes, the that... Definition of Makarata certainly uh, doesn't sound like it's coming together. And the official Hansard, for where it so sounded like Anthony Albanese said, regardless of what white people voted for, the Hansard says, regardless of uh, uh, 
how what people voted for. So he said what people, not white people there. And now Pikosimen up here has said, does grievance fatigue, as you've termed it, equal closed borders and fortress Australia? Well, it would be good if we could just focus on issues that are, are affecting us and not our governments and not uh, concern themselves with things that are happening halfway across the globe and obviously wanting to import more people over here who bring their problems with us. And now Anthony Albanese, he said that he respected uh, the Indigenous Australians. The, the, the state, remember the statement that was put out last Saturday night uh, that they were observing a week of silence to mourn. Uh, so Anthony Albanese was saying that he respected that basically was saying that he's going to wait until they tell him what to do uh, in terms of what's going to be his future policy uh, when it comes to Indigenous affairs. And they put out this uh, 12-point uh, statement, uh, which uh, the Indigenous Australians who supported uh, The Voice, and it was full of uh, vitriol and abuse. And so it has 12 points in total, so I won't go through all of it. Uh, so uh, the, the first point says Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are in shock and are grieving the result. We, acute, we feel acutely the repudiation of our peoples and the rejection of our efforts to pursue reconciliation in good faith that people who came to our country in only the last 235 years would reject the re the recognition of this continent's first people on our sacred land, which we have cared for and nurtured for for more than 65,000 years, is so appalling and mean-spirited to be utterly unbelievable a week following. It will remain unbelievable and appalling for decades to come. Now, it says, it says that apparently what uh, us non-Aboriginal uh, non Australians were over 235 years old, that's that's my reading of it there, that people who came to our country in only the last 235 years, but I didn't realize that I was that that old and came to <laughs> and came to Australia before that. I mean, I was born here, uh, as were my parents. So I am as indigenous to this land as the people writing uh, this statement. And I, they, they, and here's the thing, the, the narrative that, oh, it was, remember Anthony Albanese saying it was a gracious, modest uh, request. And so we'll go down here to uh, point number four. Australia is our country. We accept that the majority of non-Indigenous voting Australians have rejected recognition in the Australian constitution. We do not for one moment accept that this country is not ours. Well, it is yours. It's all of ours who uh, are here. Always was, always will be. It is the legitimacy of the non-Indigenous occupation in this country that requires recognition, not the other way around, as sovereignty has never ceded. Again, uh, this is basically they the mask is off now, uh, pardon the pun. Uh, they don't believe that Australia is legitimate at all. And 
the thing about we'll get to uh, the 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 continuing uh, and abandon uh, treaty negotiations. Isn't it supposed to be a negotiation a two way? I mean, they just put forward this is what we demand, and if you reject it, then we're going to give you an almighty spray. Uh, so the Uluru statement from the heart. Uh, that was just Anthony Albanese just took it, put it forward. There was no negotiation with, well, the ninety-seven percent of Australians who don't have uh, Aboriginal blood. Uh, so that was number four. And number five: the Constitution still belongs to those who the founding fathers originally intended for, and remains unchanged in our exclusion. We were asked to be recognised over a decade ago. We sought to be included in a meaningful way that has been rejected in refusing our people's right to be heard on matters that affect us. Australia chose to make itself less liberal and less democratic. Our right to right to be heard continues to, to exist both as a democratic imperative for this nation and inherent right to self-determination. The country cannot deny the former but not the latter. A founding document without recognition of First Peoples of this country continues the process of colonization. There is no clear reform of the constitution that includes our people will ever succeed. This is the bit of election of October 14th. Well, I, the people who were Anthony Albanese picked for his referendum working group, uh, they were not willing to compromise on anything. Uh, they wouldn't compromise on basic statement of recognition. Uh, so if if that's apparently uh, what you're bitter and twisted about, well, uh, there could have been a symbolic recognition there. And in 1967, the exclusion of Aboriginal people was removed from the constitution. They were counted in the census and also the federal government could make laws for them. Number six, I'll basically summarise that it blames the, uh, the Liberal and National uh, parties uh, for not making uh, the voice uh, voice proposal bipartisan. Number seven goes to lies in political advertising communication were a primary feature of this campaign. We know that the no campaign was funded and resourced by conservative and international interests have no stake or interest in the lives of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. That is extremely uh, uh, disingenuous. And it goes down here, there has always been racism against First Nations people in Australia. It increased with multiple daily instances during the campaign and was a powerful driver for the no campaign. But this campaign went just beyond racism. If you don't know, vote no gave expression to ignorance and licensed the abandonment of civic responsibility on part of the many who voted no. This shameful victory belongs to the Institute of Public Affairs, the Centre of Independent Studies and the mainstream media. I'm sure the Institute of Public Affairs and the Centre for Independent Studies will, will be very flattered that they were uh, ba basically given a shout out uh, by uh, this rage statement. And it says, post-referendum commentaries that expelculate those who voted no were expected as the usual kind of post-election appropriation of the electorate. The truth is that the majority of Australians have committed a shameful act, whether knowingly or not, and there is nothing positive to be interpreted from it. We need truth to be told to the Australian people. And they say that we maintain the vision of the Uluru Statement from the heart, 
We will continue to uphold the outcomes of the Uluru Dialogue. And it says that uh, they uh, want to establish uh, a, a voice, they say, outside of the Constitution or uh, or legislation to take up the cause of justice uh, for our people. Rejection of constitutional recognition will not deter us from speaking up up to governments. Well, if any Australian group, including Indigenous and non-Indigenous, can create their own voice lobby and lobby government. There's nothing stopping you before as well. And it says we will regather in, in due course and deliver a plan for our future. Well, this moment will be etched in Australia's history forever. Today, we think of our children and our children's children. Our work continues as it has always done. We will continue to fight and seek justice for our peoples. We are the 3% of the population, you are the 97%. Continuing the us and them. Well, thankfully, these people will have, will, uh, they won't have a, because obviously, if the voice got up, uh, these are the types of people who uh, would have uh, got themselves on uh, to the voice, the constitutionally enshrined voice, and they've revealed themselves uh, to uh, what, what type of people they are. And they spent a week uh, formulating this statement. I mean, if if their concern is uh, for their people and the, the disadvantage, uh, the, the, the crime, uh, the uh, disparagement in life expectancy, the lack of uh, opportunities and jobs and disparities in uh, services, why didn't they spend a week uh, thinking, hey, maybe, hey, uh, let's think of some new ideas here. But they, they spent all week emailing each other. Let's see how, how, uh, uh, vicious and uh, biofueled, we can make this statement. So now it's funny that they had a go at the, the mainstream media there because they they were, most of the media was very much on board, including uh, the ABC, of course. And uh, another narrative that the media put forward is that, well, if no voters uh, weren't, uh, if they didn't vote uh, on because they were racist, then they then they voted because they were ignorant and uneducated. And uh, this is what, uh, well, uh, I'll play first what Waleed Ali said on the project, and then uh, Patricia Carvelis said on the the ABC podcast, uh, the Party Room. The biggest dividing line seems to be education. So, if you are in a seat that had high levels of tertiary education, a bachelor or postgrad then you were, you were at the very top end of the yes vote. And if you had the lowest levels of tertiary education, you were at the, the low end of the yes vote. And that's not to say people who are educated know what they're doing and people who don't have tertiary education don't. It's about the style of the, the message, I think. The yes vote, if you look at it, has been achieved in places where voters have a bachelor's degree or have better than average wages and where you find educated people who know, if you've got a bachelor's degree, chances are you know something about government, our structures, you've taken an interest in the kind of way these things happen, not because you're better, but just because you've got the opportunity to have done that, just to be clear. Like I'm not judging people's um, achievements. It's just you've been able to find out lots of information. 
yes, Patricia's not judging people's achievements, uh, but you just don't know uh, how our system of government works to make an informed uh, decision. And uh, Kos Samaras, uh, he, the uh, director at Redbridge, former uh, Labor Party uh, state deputy campaign director, said uh, he, he actually, uh, yeah, so he actually defended uh, Waleed Ali, said he's, he, he he said he, he was talking about a fact university degree coupled with geographic location and then age correlated heavily with a yes vote he also nailed the underlying issue here which of course most who are attacking him have completely overlooked the method of communication had to be different to outer suburban communities that was not because they are not intelligent he spelt that wrong not <laughs> and this is a guy who well considers himself well uh, would probably consider himself a uh, part of the uh the inner city though he talks about how he was raised in uh poverty and the, the northern suburbs but he spelt intelligent wrong but are culturally different. The lifestyle of MPs, media and the staff of class separates them from a lived experience of outer suburban Australians. Yes, 23 built a campaign that was great for the first group and not for the second. Uh, just uh, for the record, uh, Cos uh, Waleed and Patricia, I have a bachelor's degree. I know how Australia's system of government works and our constitutional arrangements. And that's exactly why I didn't knew that this voice in the constitution would be a bad thing, especially since uh, the history of our high court, whose job would it be to interpret, uh, interpret whether the voice had been properly consulted and the decisions of government could be he held up. Remember, that uh, the High Court in 1992 made up the Mabo decision, and in 1996 made up the the Wick uh, decision on uh, native title. And I very much liked uh, this art article that was uh, published in uh, the Sydney Morning Herald by uh, Parnell Parr McGuinness. She's probably easily my favourite favorite columnist in a mainstream publication. And so she has written post voice, we need to confront uncomfortable truth. Let's start with Mabo. And she talks about uh, when she spent a week in a remote indigenous community and just that uh, there's feeling, uh, uh, feelings of generational helplessness. And she talks about uh, Mabo and, uh, and says that, uh, that, it applied a an archaic mechanism of common law to recognise native title, and she quotes uh, former Liberal Senator Nick Minchin, and says he said that common law title basically ended in England in the 1700s. He says real property rights have to be based on statute law, and the article, although uh, Parnell doesn't say this, uh, says that uh, that. Uh, Australian lands, which are governed by, uh, are governed under native titles uh, by those Aboriginal land councils. They're basically uh, communist, uh, mini communist nations outside of Australian law. Uh, so uh, those Aboriginals living there have no property rights. Uh, they, 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 they can't, can't start a business uh, to basically make a life for themselves because in communism everything belongs to the collective land councils and so so basically 
And when it comes to mining royalties and that, all that's uh, centrally uh, controlled by the land councils. And there's over the years been lots of uh, corruption of uh, the monies and royalties that have been uh, collected by some some councils at uh, quotes uh, Warren Mundine uh, here uh, he became it began to became a dissolution 20 years ago about how uh, the money was uh, appropriated more like misappropriated by various land councils and uh, it uh, doesn't benefit uh, the the Aboriginal person living there and Remember that uh, documentary uh, read over black about uh, the 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 communist roots uh, of the the Aboriginal land rights movement. Is it a coincidence uh, that uh, the that uh, native titles uh, that uh, the the lands uh, lands in Australia are governed under native title are run uh, run under basically like communist nations? Uh, I think not. Now uh, we we had also uh, some uh, reaction at the state level. Uh, so obviously we have uh, treaty negotiations in uh, that were in process in Victoria uh, through the the First Peoples Assembly, uh, paid for, uh, their salaries paid for at our expense. So of course the Labor government here, the Allen government uh they are of course uh proceeding uh the the liberal opposition under john prosciutto uh they uh, not sure yet uh, whether they're going to recommit to a treaty in the last term of parliament matthew guy the opposition leader he uh supported a treaty process again this idea of that apparently victoria i it doesn't it doesn't exist uh, because there is no treaty but if you look at the 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 photo the photos of the members of the the first people's assembly of victoria uh, almost all of them look to have uh mixed heritage uh, so what gives them the uh, what what gives them the 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 authority uh to well <laughs> make a negotiation based on uh people 200 years ago like uh, the only way to <laughs> to to basically uh, uh, bring uh, uh, bring legitimacy if we're thinking logically here is to go in a time machine 200 200 years ago i mean victoria australia it, it's happened unless you're saying that the whole thing the the whole victoria australia has been illegitimate that's basically what it is there now in queensland uh the lnp up there state lnp under uh david christopher grew a spine he is incredibly i think unimpressive david christopher never even though uh, they do well at a federal level and remember no got 69 percent in queensland I uh, never underestimate uh, the state uh, Liberal National Party in Queensland, uh, their propensity to lose elections at a state level. Chris Affili could still lose next next year. Uh, he, uh, he originally supported uh, the treaty, uh, the treaty negotiations that the Palaszczuk government was entering into. Uh, but uh, he pulled the pin this week, and so did Palaszczuk. That gave her a get, get a get out card, saying, "Well, it's no longer bipartisan, so we can't uh, proceed." 
and even uh, Chris Minns today, he is, even though last week he said that uh, he had a election mandate from last election to negotiate a, a treaty, even though I'm sure that that's not what the people of New South Wales voted for earlier uh, this year. They would have voted on a whole bunch of issues. I mean, the voice referendum uh, result is basically, well, it's a single issue vote. And obviously, a Anthony Albanese, remember he said this is what Indigenous people had asked us through the Uluru Statement from the Heart. So basically, this was a referendum on the Uluru Statement from the Heart as a whole. And if the first bit fails, then Anthony Albanese should ditch the other two, unless he wants to lose the next election. But Chris Minns today said, oh, treaty negotiations won't uh, begin until after the 2027 state election. So New South Welsh people, you'll have an opposition to cast uh, your judgment on whether you want a treaty in 2027, though the Liberal moderates in New South Wales, they pretty much run the joint. And Mark Speakman, he voted yes, the opposition leader. Remember Dominic Perrottet, former Liberal New South Wales Premier, he supported uh, the uh, the voice. So did his former deputy, Matt Keane. Uh, but according to uh, Cos Samaras, uh, it is, uh, uh, he claims that the Liberal, Liberal Party right across the country is taking the wrong lessons from the referendum result. Walking away from treaty in Victoria, LNP opposition leaders now refusing to commit. Last year, our polling found 63.5% of voters in the Labour heartland seats of Melton, Narry, Warren, North and Pakenham, Point Cook and Werribee wanted the then Andrews government to be more ambitious on advancing the treaty process with First Nations Victorians. These findings also suggest what happened out there in the suburbs on the weekend may indeed have little to do with voters' personal support for closing the gap. Well, I would say, Cos, you and Redbridge need to run that poll again because remember a year ago, uh, the 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 polls found that the voice was running at sixty percent support, and uh, no, in the end, had a had a sixty sixty uh, percent support. And now, as I know that uh, uh, Joel Davis and uh, Blair Cottrell, they've talked about a lot of after uh, this uh, this uh, referendum process, a lot of Australians are feeling Aboriginal uh, fatigue. I certainly am, and and I think there is a lot of Australians who, at the end, thought we've given them so much over the years. Like we're the ones who've extended the hands of of friendship, and we've given them so many billions of of our tax dollars, and. They're always saying, no, it's not good enough. We're demanding this. We're demanding that. We want more. And uh, so this is why I think uh, Tony Abbott wrote about this in The Australian. Now, it's time for a rollback on, I think, all, well, definitely all uh, treaty uh, negotiations should end because that's saying that Australia is not legitimate, which the Australian people uh, over overwhelmingly rejected. They liked our constitution just the way it is. We should also uh, ditch uh, the welcome to countries. I want to see no more Uncle Colin at uh, at uh, the AFL uh, special games. Also, uh, we shouldn't have uh, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander flag uh, fly, at, uh, fly at the same level as the Australian flag. I mean, uh, we have one flag, the Australian flag, that should be uh, the one uh, that flies solely on its own. And 
also at government press conferences. When I visited uh, the uh, the Treasury place, I, when I remember Bernie Finn made a speech outside Jacinta Allen's office at uh, during the, the, the during the march for the babies. Uh, so there was the Austra- uh, outsider office. There was the Australian flag, the Victorian flag, the Aboriginal flag, and the Torres Strait Islander flag, and the Pride Progress flag. When did that? Like, and the, this is the extension. Like, is is that going to be? I, 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 is there going to be extra flags that are going to be at press conferences here? I mean, seriously, we need to go back to being one nation again. Uh, pardon the pun. We Australia, Australia's sovereignty over. We need to get rid of all of this communist uh, native title. We need to be one Australia, one law, uh, every citizen equal. That's what we need here, and. Uh, Jacinta Price, uh, she, uh, this week, uh, well, she put up uh, two motions in the Senate, one for an audit of the $40 billion that is being spent on uh, Aboriginal affairs every year. Where's the money going? I mean, we're not seeing the gap being closed. And uh, she also uh, called uh, for a Royal Commission into uh, child sexual abuse in uh, remote Aboriginal communities. And we also uh, we also had uh, the Aboriginal grievance uh, industry uh, this week. Uh, they uh, they they also uh, seized upon. Uh, there was this sixteen-year-old uh, uh, Aboriginal boy, Cleveland Dodd, who uh, self-harmed in uh, custody. And uh, so it was in, it's according to uh, the, uh, uh, the Western Australian media, this is the notorious uh, Unit 18. Uh, so the reason that he uh, was there uh, is, uh, is uh, because, so it says here, Unit 18 and Bakesia Hill have been plagued by high rates of self-harm incidents and detainees being placed into prolonged lockdowns. And so, uh, and so, the premier has uh, said that uh, that uh, housing youth detainees in adult prisons is a nece- necessary evil. Uh, though you had the usual, uh, the uh, Amnesty, Amnesty International claiming the premier has blood on his hands, and the boy's family said he was a beloved boy and had never self-harmed before being unlawfully locked down inside Unit 18. There's nothing in this article about uh, what he did uh, to end up in a in a adult prison as a juvenile. I'm sure it wasn't just because he stole a chocolate bar at the local supermarket. And so it's it's going up here. You have the, so there's going to be a coronial inquest, uh, but uh, so you have uh, one of the, fa- the, the family members, Mervon Abraham said, a 16 year old just in the early part of his adult life, he's gone for whatever reasons and it just doesn't make sense. The system was supposed to rehabilitate and protect, but it's failing our most vulnerable and our future generations. So see there, he was a good boy who didn't do nothing. And yeah. 
Now, I was listening to uh, 3AW uh, this morning, and so they uh, obviously where it's being predicted uh, to have a terrible uh, bushfire season because of, of global boiling. Now, uh, residents in Goldie, which is located between Lancefield and Kilmore in uh, Melbourne's north, they've been waiting for years uh, for a mobile phone tower to be built uh, so uh, that uh, uh, emergency communications uh, can uh, it, it can be well, broadcast and received, sent and received uh, during bushfires and other emergencies. But I was listening to this interview uh, this morning uh, with, uh, uh, so Neil Mitchell interviewed a local uh, volunteer uh, firefighter, Richard Thornton, and said part of the delay is due to Telstra's negotiations with the traditional owners. So uh, these traditional owners, they, they don't care that this is, that having this mobile phone tower can be the difference between life and death. I mean, what the hell? Seriously. I mean, that is just ridiculous. And of course, Victoria is still the worst for having these, uh, 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 the land giveaway to traditional owners having to consult. Obviously, in Western Australia, it's uh, been formally rescinded now. Uh, the, the that uh, Aboriginal Cultural Heritage Act. Uh, so, which uh, basically, if a uh, if a minor or a pastoralist wanted to, well, <laughs> any uh, major operations, they had to consult some appointed uh, Aboriginal cultural evaluator. Again, a racket. Now, Lydia Thorpe, uh, remember, she was a progressive no. And now she was supposed to be on Q&A last Monday night, but she pulled out. Uh, she said, I am not protected from a far-right Nazi terrorist organization. That's why I can't do Q&A tonight. Yes, uh, but uh, it was interesting, though, uh, because... Lydia Thorpe, so she said that she she couldn't, she, even though a, a a TV a television studio is probably one of the the safest and most uh, secure places she can be, she was again uh, prepared to uh, be out in public in Melbourne at a public rally on Saturday, at uh, a, at uh, one of the uh, public housing towers on Harmsworth Street, Collingwood. Uh, so it's was this called an emergency rally, save our public housing, because uh, Dan Andrews announced announced uh, one of his last acts as premier. He wants to, I, I knock down uh, the old '60s uh, public housing towers and rebuild them uh, in a more modern styles. He's, uh, so Lydia Thorpe was speaking there, and uh, Gabrielle De Vitro of the Victorian Greens uh, was uh, was there speaking as well. But it's an emergency rally. They're not gonna they're they're not gonna building seven uh, the, all the public housing towers to on like today i mean seriously uh chill out there <clears throat> now of course obviously a uh, we've we've had uh the the uh, the well, the 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 reasons why uh the no vote succeeded well because there's uh so many races still in australia 
and uh, oh, and also because well, uh, people too stupid uh, to know that the voice was good. Uh, but uh, of course, uh, there is the uh, the the old myths and disinformation. And Anthony Albanese was asked a question by uh, Teal Independent Zali Stegel because she is uh, wanting to introduce truth in political advertising, stop the lies laws, uh, which, uh, which uh, she says that oh, political parties shouldn't be able to oh, tell uh, lies in political ads. But who decides what's the truth in political advertising? The Australian Electoral Commission, who were clearly so biased in favour of the voice, I mean, it's regulating uh, free speech in election. If you believe the other side is lying, uh, then you say that they're lying. I mean, this is the whole thing. And both sides have engaged in scare campaigns over the years. You remember Labor's uh, Medi-Scare? And so this was uh, Anthony Albanese's response uh, to Zali Segal's question. And I certainly understand uh, her perspective, because it is a concern uh, with the changing media environment as well, uh, that people can uh, be the subject to uh, misinformation, which in 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 some cases, Order. in some cases, is just about uh, politics, but in some cases been, can be dangerous. And I'll order members on my left. Well, perhaps I wasn't going to give a specific example, but I will. Order. I will. During Order. the recent campaign, there was a photograph with the Star of David Order. across eight Australians' faces. Mark Liebler, Thomas Mayo, Anthony Pratt, Justice Stephen Rothman, Julian Lisa, Josh Burns, Kim Rubenstein, and Mark Dreyfus. This is what it said. All of the major creators, financiers and supporters of the voice to parliament are Jewish. Ask yourself why 0.38% of Australia's population is using 3% as a battering ram against the rest of the country every single time, full stop. Before that, in the exponent, before the ad, uh, the account said this, just a totally organic coincidence spelt C-O-H-E-N-C-I-D-E-N-C-E -E -E for the betterment of Australia and totally not the latest chapter in the thousands-year-old hate and attempted destruction of white people. Mr Speaker, Mr Order. Speaker... Order, members on my Mr. left. Mr. Speaker, the question that has been asked by the member for Warringah goes to a serious question of, of what, and everyone in this parliament would find that totally abhorrent. Which is why Order. are you interjecting at this point in time? The member for Petrie. The, the member for, I'm not going to give a free ad to those people. I wasn't going to go through. There's a number of them, a number of them along those lines. Now, when it comes to Order. the challenge which we have of dealing with this, it's complex. You don't want to interfere with any freedom of expression, but you also want to make sure 
that elections can be held and democratic processes can be held in an appropriate way. Now, the minister is undertaking appropriate processes uh, to Time deal with that, Time and uh, I look forward to working concluded. with the member for Warringah. Yes, uh, Anthony Albanese says Mark Dreyfus is uh, working on a response. So watch this space. Obviously, there is the draft mis and disinformation bill, uh, which uh, would uh, give ACMA the power uh, to uh, shut uh, shut down or take down uh, social media posts that are deemed harmful uh, for a wide variety of reasons. And uh, I noticed that uh, a lot of people uh, were uh, re reacting to Anne Ali on <laughs> uh, sitting behind uh, uh, Anthony Albanese, reacting to that. She got the shocked look on her face. And uh, uh, Joel Davis and Blair Cottrell and Tom Saul, they also played this on, on their stream. And uh, they highlighted that uh, Anne Ali, uh, she's a, a Muslim. And so they they speculated that maybe she was uh, overacting there. Uh, so she's a minister, and uh, uh, by uh, coincidence, it was her and uh, Ed Husick uh, who said last week uh, two Muslim members of the the Albanese uh, government said that uh, they uh, didn't want uh, the people of Gaza collectively punished uh, by uh, the Israeli. Uh, the IDF uh, for uh, the actions of Hamas, and when I said coincidence, there um, um, it's not in the well the the way that Anthony Albanese spelled it out there. And yeah, I couldn't believe that he he, he spelled it out. And this is forever in uh, Australia's Parliament Hansard. There, there it is. There, question without notice, political advertising, and it's got Anthony Albanese <laughs> spelling out coincidence there now i did see this meme a number of weeks ago it was put out there by the uh izifka account which is the economic zone formerly known as australia now they didn't create this meme but uh, they they distributed it more widely and also added uh, their own uh, their, their, uh, their own uh, comments at the top there and now, obviously, uh, we saw uh, the ABC uh, especially uh, claim uh, that uh, Australians uh, were, uh, were succumbing to white supremacist propaganda against the voice. Uh, uh, that was also uh, pre uh, put forward as one of the, the reasons uh, before the referendum oh, that if no gets up, it's, it's because of this. And Joel, Tom, and Blair—they they gave themselves a pat on the back uh, for uh, their well, their influence and also uh, blacklisted research. And that's they're, they're not just saying saying that because well, they're not saying that because they have big egos. They're saying because their enemies gave them credit uh, for uh, for their influence. So if your enemies are saying, "Oh, look what you did," uh, then you, you should say, "Well, thank you for the credit." Now, we had on the weekend uh, the Nazi salute ban uh, come into effect in Victoria, uh, which I know that uh, Blair Cottrell, he posted 
on his telegram a link uh, to uh, the the uh, so it's a complete ban on nazi symbols and gestures uh any uh, that are associated with the nazi party the national socialist german workers party and uh, so uh, the the it says uh, that a person must not intentionally perform a Nazi gesture if the uh, so if the person knows or ought to reasonably know that the gesture is an uh, is a Nazi gesture the performance occurs in a public place a non-government school or a post-secondary education institution institution occurs in the sight of a person who is in a public place of a non-government school or post-secondary education institution but a person does not a uh, uh, not contravene uh, this section if the display of performance was engaged in reasonably in good faith for genuine academic artistic or educational scientific purpose and or if they uh, if uh, the display of the nazi symbol was engaged uh, in reasonably and in good faith for a genuine cultural or religious purpose or if the display of the nazi symbol or a nazi gesture was engaged in reasonably and in good faith in opposition to fascism nazism neo nazi nazism or other related ideologies so antifa and uh, the communists they can still have a the swastika at their rallies if uh, if it's well if it's clear that uh, well they are it, it, they are showing it as a, a, in demonstration of their opposition to it uh, so it gives so it gives examples here a person displays a flag of nazi germany with a marking through it to signal the person's opposition a person participating in a protest who displays a nazi symbol on a placard which also contains wording stating opposition to fascism a person who displays the pink triangle used by the lgbtq plus communities uh, so uh, we have we have now in victoria a uh, the nazi symbol and nazi gesture ban maximum uh two uh, maximum penalty uh is a year let me let me just make sure that i get this get this right here uh so the uh the the contra contravening of this section here if i go further down here Uh, so it was fast tracked the the ban uh, through the Victorian Parliament. So it took effect as soon as it it's as soon as it uh, got uh, got uh, royal assent. Uh, so the 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 maximum penalty uh, is a year in prison or twenty three thousand dollar fine. Uh, but uh, even though these laws are in effect, there's the Racial and Redress Tolerance Act, which uh, well a it, uh, because Jews are both a ethnicity and a religion, uh, both they can be covered by both racial and religious uh, vilification. Uh, but uh, according to uh, Devere Abramovich of the Anti-Defamation Commission, uh, there is not enough laws uh, laws against uh, hate speech and, and vilification in Victoria. Here he was on Seven News. Melbourne's Jewish community is calling for tougher hate speech laws as the Middle East conflict raises tensions here. They've accused some pro-Palestinian supporters of anti-Semitism and openly supporting terrorists. 
When this intimidating group performed the Nazi salute in Melbourne last weekend, it wasn't illegal. Now it is. I'm putting people on notice that if that was to occur as of today, moving forward in the state of Victoria, police will be taking action. But some in the Jewish community are concerned anti-Semitism is creeping into some pro-Palestine protests unchecked. We are seeing people supporting terrorist organisations openly and brazenly. I call on the Victorian government to review anti-verification laws. If there have been any anti-Semitic ch chants, we would disavow those people from our movement. There's no room for racism in our movement or in, in Australia. Police are facing calls from the Zionist Federation of Australia to crack down on hate speech under Victoria's Racial and Religious Act. The president saying, we're concerned that authorities have not taken action against those whose actions are clearly criminal. We need to ask, is the problem with the legislation political will or resources? Police apply the law that's available us in the state of Victoria. Everything needs to be considered on the facts and circumstances that exist in any one particular matter. Victoria Police favour no side in these arguments. The issue is not Victoria Police, the issue are the laws. The state government is currently considering reforms to strengthen anti-vilification laws. I am aware that this legislation is currently uh, uh, under consideration for expansion. Sarah Jane Bell, 7 News. And now, a Holocaust denial is still not illegal in Victoria, but that uh, could be next. I know that uh, a while back, uh, National Socialist Network uh, members uh, Nathan Bull and uh, Michael Nelson, Mickle, who hosts White Australia First, uh, they wore T-shirts in public when they were attending that uh, Iranian uh, women's rights rally. Uh, they wore T-shirts which said, uh, uh, six million, uh, a bit much. Uh, so that'll probably be the, the next to be illegal because they're not technically shirts that are associated with the National Socialist German Workers Party. Uh, now, uh, the, uh, the Victoria Police uh, Deputy Commissioner, you saw there was uh, Neil Patterson. And so he uh, he is. He said that. Look, we've uh, we've uh, referred instances of uh, racial and religious uh, vilification to the director of public prosecutions, uh, but uh, they've knocked back our request. So basically, saying uh, don't uh, uh, don't uh, blame us. We're we're doing our our job, and oh, it's the the D DPP, and uh, uh, so we had. Obviously, uh, Neil Patterson uh, saying uh, that uh, he's aware of uh, legislation uh, that uh, is uh, before the uh, before the Parliament to strengthen anti uh, vilification laws. I saw Senator Slayer up here ask uh, whether homophobia is illegal yet. Well, that's the the, the next step. Uh, so. I, the Fiona Patton in the last parliament, she proposed the Racial and Religious Tolerance Amendment Act, which would uh, cover uh, sexuality, gender identity, disability, sex, uh, everything, you name it. And now uh, I'm sure that uh, Neil Patterson uh, would obviously like uh, personally like anti <laughs> anti vilification laws. 
uh, extended uh, to uh, gay uh, people. Now, the National Socialist Network uh, call uh, Victoria Police uphold the anal sex. Uh, when it comes to Deputy Commissioner uh, Neil Patterson, he literally does uphold uh, the anal sex. Uh, he was instrumental in getting a Catholic uh, policeman, Sergeant Bruno uh, Staffiri, fired. Uh, he was found guilty of misconduct charges by Victoria Police's internal dis disciplinary panel. Uh, Neil Patterson oversees uh, police internal affairs. And uh, so Stafari was supported by uh, the Australian Christian Lobby and uh, by uh, Tony Carboni of Carboni uh, Lawyers. And so apparently his, uh, well, uh, his uh, comments uh, that offended uh, Neil Patterson greatly. Uh, so uh, so a, a Safari who was recently uh, uh, based with the Transit Safety Division found himself in hot water over his public criticism, the Andrews government decision to cancel Australia Day and Anzac Day celebrations in 2021, but allow the gay pride march in St Kilda to proceed. And so uh, this is, uh, Steph Ferry said, so the next time Australians are sent to fight a war, maybe we can send out the 8,000 that march today and try to stop the enemy by waving feathers and bright red coloured uh, bows at them. And then uh, Neil Patterson, uh, so he's the state's second highest ranking officer. Uh, so this was on the, the police internal, internal Yammer system. Uh, so he said that Victoria Police was proud to have, rec have been recognised as a silver employer at the 2021 Australia LGBTQ uh, Inclusion Awards. And Safari responded, yes, I agree, great achievement. But if the public knew how much time, effort and taxpayer dollars went into this, they would also be demanding, why didn't we get a gold? And so Patterson, of course, defended his campaign and Safari responded, sir, I totally value and respect your opinion and your rank. I simply ask that you value and respect mine. And Patterson replied, I don't respect or value your views as they are offensive. There is no place for those in Victoria Police. Either you limit your comments on Yammer to comments that are respectful of everyone or consider your employment options. And Safari was also investigated over a Facebook post last March regarding an ABC report on a teacher who founded a gay pride group for students in a Western Sydney school. He said, what a disgrace, bad enough having gay non-binary teachers, but to have them push their filth on students is a disgraceful crime. Can't we sack these teachers, he posted. So yes, uh, and uh, and he also uh, accused uh, senior figures in force command, including Patterson, of, of contributing to a patriarchal, narrow-minded, intolerant culture within Victoria Police regarding perspectives on LGBTQ morality and in doing so having placed their own interests above the community good. I come from a very strong religious background and take personal sufferance with, when people mock or deny my God in his teachings. I would say that his comments there are, are pretty pretty accurate and Neil Patterson it seems got him sacked from Victoria police and that is not uh, the only time uh, that uh, Neil Patterson has thrown his weight around uh, he uh, reduced a Red Cross uh, blood donation worker uh, to tears uh, she was in a cafe area at uh, Victoria police headquarters in Spencer Street this was back in December uh, last year 
Uh, so uh, Mr. Patterson was said he was approached and asked to donate by the representatives while on a coffee line in a cafe. He said, in my response, I made a comment to the Red Cross representatives that I did not agree with their donor policy. As a proud gay man, I find it upsetting that I cannot give blood, something I did before coming out as gay. Mr. Patterson felt the policy was discriminatory when all he and other gay men wanted to do was to help save lives. I simply said my view on the policy. I apologize if I upset her. This was not my intention and there was no indication at the time that she was impacted uh, by uh, my comment. Uh, so it goes here, Australia Red Cross Lifeblood is looking at what changes it can make to allow more gay and bisexual men to donate. Advocates say the policy stigmatizes gay men and the abstinence rule could be replaced by individual risk assessment system. They say donors could be screened on their sexual activity to reduce the risk of HIV transmission. So I think the rule currently is that uh, gay and bisexual men uh, cannot blow, uh, cannot. Uh, cannot donate if they've uh, had uh, homosexual sex in the past six months. So yes. And that is a bit of insight into a Deputy Commissioner uh, Neil Patterson, who was featured on that uh, Seven News report. And he probably fancies himself as a future uh, police commissioner. Uh, uh, Chief Commissioner of uh, Victoria, and he'd probably, you know, trumpet his horn there to say, "Oh, I'm the, uh, I'm the first uh, gay uh, police uh, chief commissioner in Australia." Now, uh, Victoria Police, a one of their uh, recent uh, prosecutions, has been of Jacob. Persianet, uh, who is actually uh, the founder of the National uh, Socialist Network. He has been unable to associate uh, with other National Socialist Network members uh, because he, he has been a, a witness in uh, the case against Thomas Saw when he was charged with armed robbery and uh, held in solitary confinement for for seven months that was over uh when uh when there was a uh, three antifa who followed and stalked uh the national socialist network on a camping trip to the cathedral rangers uh both uh thomas saul and jacob Hershnert have pleaded guilty to uh uh, uh violent uh a, a violent disorder and will be sentenced definitely this Friday in the county court. Uh, so definitely uh, that a uh, that a uh, lot. It's because it's from May 2021, so almost two and a half years that will be resolved. Uh, last week, Jacob Persianet uh, was uh, he uh, was a a or he was uh, convicted of uh, stickering. A, he was given a three thousand uh, dollar. Uh, dollar fine this is an update from uh thomas sul uh so they destroyed a a thousand of uh, his stickers a sticker printer a pair of headphones a pair of boots a laptop and a small notebook and Tom Sewell says, Jacob challenged them on this forfeiture, and it turns out they cannot uh, legally cannot confiscate or destroy anything under the summary charge of bill postering. So after being found guilty of a horrific sticker terrorism offence, the police have had to hand Jacob back his 1,000 stickers and sticker printer. And so 
it's funny how the socialist alternative, they never uh, get uh, charged uh, with uh, bill postering uh, for all of the crap that they put up on university campuses. Uh, that's where Jacob Hirschnett was putting up uh, these stickers. We also had uh, last week, uh, we had uh, uh, the the uh, the age in sydney morning herald uh nick mckenzie exclusive uh so uh, it uh it uh, reported that uh stefan Araculus, uh australian meditation was charged with criminal da damage after public toilets inside mill park library on plenty room were allegedly graffitied with anti-semitic slurs on monday tuesday and wednesday uh, if uh, so it says Araculus 30 from murder was bailed to appear at Heidelberg Magistrates Court on March 19 next year. Remember, he is also uh, facing uh, charges of using a carriage service to offend uh, Lydia Thorpe over uh, the original uh, Warriors of the Convict Resistance video in January 2022. There's no charges being laid over the most recent one, uh, which uh, the ABC investigations, uh, quoting Castros, she I said she, it was certain that it was Jamone Roberts in the video based on the study of her physique and uh, the way he pronounces words. Uh, so it was in, so that year, that that happened last week. And if uh, if he ends up being charged, Australian Meditations uh, with uh, it, because it doesn't mention if he was uh, uh, drawing swastikas, if he is going to if he if he is going to be the first to be charged under a the 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 nazi uh, symbol ban that would be an interesting first test case whether they would aim to imprison him now where are we at now uh, so yeah we're up to yeah the israel palestine a conflict, uh, say so the Israel Hamas war. Uh, so Israel is striking a a Hamas uh, targets in they, they've told all the the Palestinians in Gaza to go to southern Gaza. There, of course, uh, was a the the hospital a, a the, the the alleged hospital uh, missile. And uh, now, originally, the the mainstream media reported the Hamas propaganda that israel uh struck the hospital that was not true at all that was uh, that was propaganda uh fake fake news so it was actually a misfire by a different uh terrorist group in gaza uh the islamic jihad and actually didn't hit the hospital it hit the car park uh, though i the hamas propaganda machine obviously got all the international media to go into the hospital and say look the hospital's been hit there and so this is BBC Verify, which, I mean, if the BBC is saying uh, that it didn't actually hit the hospital and it was by a, by uh, Islamic Jihad, uh, then you, you can trust the BBC's telling, telling the truth here. Uh, so in Australia, in major cities every weekend now, there's free Palestine rallies and there are some uh, hilarious uh, uh, groups and people that are attending. Last last Sunday in Melbourne, there was this group. Uh, so, queer Jews against pink pinkwashing Israeli apartheid, and they you can see they've chosen there instead of the Palestinian 
uh, red triangle on the flag. They've chosen the uh, the Nazi pink triangle. Uh, remember, it's okay for them to use it because uh, they're uh, using it in opposition to, obviously, Nazism. Then uh, <laughs> this Sunday, uh, we had a queer trans Jew for a free Palestine, and then also this, this, this is what this is probably what takes the cake. Sex workers support a free Palestine. Like, are these are these? Are we sure these are not satirists? <laughs> like, how can these signs be serious? We don't know, uh, but it's utterly hilarious. Uh, uh, so will these? So will these uh, queer? I'm sure that there'd be uh, some uh, Zionists who'd be prepared to. Well, if you uh, stand with Pal uh, Palestine, uh, you uh, queer trans Jews and sex workers, I'll buy you some tickets there to go to to, to Gaza. Uh, see how you see uh, see how you cope there. Now, Greta Thunberg, because obviously a global boiling is over for another year. Uh, she obviously tries to uh, tries to jump on what she believes is the fashionable uh, trend. So uh, she, she said, "I'll try to do my Greta voice." Week two seventy today, we strike in solidarity with Palestine and Gaza. The world needs to speak up and call for an immediate ceasefire, justice, and freedom for Palestinians and all civilians affected. Hashtag Free Palestine. I stand with Palestine. I stand with Gaza. Fridays for future. Uh, so uh, one of her uh, friends there is, uh, is uh, has a sign, this Jew stands with Palestine. The one in the background says free Palestine. Another one has the standard climate justice now. And she has a sign uh, which says stand with Gaza. And she's got a, a, a toy octopus uh, behind her. And uh, Greta, uh, Greta had no knowledge that this, uh, that an octopus was a anti-Semitic uh, trope. Uh, which uh, goes back a couple of centuries and uh, was uh, used in uh, use, it was a cartoon used in uh, Nazi supporting uh, newspapers in Germany. So it probably would be covered by the Nazi uh, symbol uh, ban. I know that uh, Thomas Sewell posted on his Tom Sewell alerts uh, that uh, the octopus was the new symbol of counter-Semitism. Uh, if the National Socialist Network did decide to display those in public. I reckon Victoria Police would probably get them on the, the Nazi symbol ban there. But Greta says uh, that she had uh, no idea and that it's an autism support uh, toy. Uh, but uh, it's too late now. Uh, Greta is in the process of being cancelled. And so uh, there is... Uh, uh, it's been reported from the uh, Jerusalem uh, Post that uh, Israel has uh, removed uh, Greta Thunberg from its school curriculum over anti-Israel uh, post. And so a, the Ministry of Education says Hamas is a terrorist organization responsible for the murder of 1,400 innocent Israelis, including children, women, and the elderly. Uh, this stance disqualifies her from being an educational and moral role model and she's no longer eligible to serve as an inspirational and educator for Israeli students. So Greta, cancelled. There we go. And uh, over in the US, we have uh, many of the, the Con Inc. Uh, figures uh, cancelling any 
are conservatives who step out of line in 100% supporting Israel. Uh, and uh, Nick Fuentes of America First uh, called out uh, Dave Rubin of the, the Rubin Report. And I got a tip earlier from somebody today. I'm not going to say who, but I got a tip that Dave Rubin, who you may know, Rubin Report, he's with DeSantis, who's a gay Jew. Dave Rubin is going around and calling people and trying to get certain conservatives fired from their job because they took the wrong position on Israel. This is a guy who, for years, his whole position was, I may be a liberal, but we ought to be able to have a conversation. This is just amazing. We get to have right and left people are having a conversation. Isn't this crazy? Don't burn this book. He says, don't burn this book. Let, let the right and the left talk. Now he's picking up the phone and saying, oi, vey, shut it down. Get him fired from his job. He's an anti-Semite. He's anti-Semitic. Get him fired. Dave Rubin, the gay Jew who kidnapped children. He calls them adopted. I think that's kidnapping. And... This is why uh, the Groypers and Nick Fuentes came uh, came to, to prominence in 2019 during the, the Great Groyper War. Uh, they exposed uh, the hollowness of uh, Con Inc.'s uh, claim of free speech because, of course, uh, Ben Shapiro and Charlie Kirk, they, they loved uh, dumb libtard uh, students, asking them questions were easily destroyed. But uh, when uh, the Catholic Groypers uh, turned up uh, saying, why do we, uh, why, why are we giving all this money to, to Israel all the time? There's the, the, this foreign aid, uh, but they all had to be, be, be shut down and uh, the groupers were purged uh, from uh, the audience. Uh, Joe Biden in an address to the nation says that uh, we can continue uh, to support uh, both uh, wars, uh, <laughs> Israel's uh, war in Gaza, and also a, a, a supporting Zelensky in Ukraine. And also he wants uh, some money for Taiwan and uh, uh, border funding as well. A hundred billion dollars, an extra a uh, hundred billion. Uh, but uh, the thing is uh, that uh, the U.S. Congress can't function at the moment uh, because they still don't have a speaker. Jim Jordan, he withdrew uh, because the Rhino Republicans wouldn't support him. So, oh, no, the House of Representatives can't can't give away more U.S. taxpayer money. Well, it's, well, it's more borrowed money from the, 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 the U.S. debt. What is that? It's at $45 trillion something. Uh, so, oh, no, uh, it can't spend more money, uh, the Congress, that the U.S. government doesn't have and that the U.S. taxpayer uh, will have to pay back eventually or default. And the... Uh, it's either one or two options, either pay it back or default, uh, which would cripple the United States and, and the US dollar as the nation's reserve currency. Now, uh, there was another uh, insurrection at the US Capitol of uh, pro-Palestine uh, protesters demanding a ceasefire. And uh, trigger warning, I mean, this is I think uh, they, they, what you're about to see is worse than the Civil War, uh, Pearl Harbor, and 9-11 combined.
Uh, so will they all be put in prison uh, for 20 years, uh, like uh, the, the, the January 6th, uh, those who are prosecuted over entering the Capitol on January 6th? Uh, because that's the, that's the standard there. I mean, any, any protesters inside any Capitol grounds now is an insurrection. Uh, so uh, will they be put in solitary confinement for and uh, sentenced to, to, to 20 years? Now, obviously, uh, one uh, American that they are wanting to put in prison for the rest of his life is former uh, U.S. President uh, Donald Trump. Uh, so, obviously, there is that uh, civil court case uh, brought by uh, the New York Attorney General, basically trying to confiscate his business assets, claiming that he inflated his uh, wealth uh, to get favorable business loans. So, they're wanting to take Trump Tower and Mar-a-Lago off him. Uh, that won't see him in prison, uh, but it's wanting to steal his wealth, uh, which is, well, what communists always want to do. So the latest criminal uh, charge that was slapped upon him was, of course, the, the RICO uh, charges in the state of Georgia, and they indicted uh, many members of his campaign team and uh, uh, there and uh, lawyers, and now we have had uh, one of the most uh, high-profile uh, defendants, uh, Sydney Powell. Uh, she has uh, pled guilty, and uh, ha and as part of the plea deal, uh, so she will be on probation uh, for uh, six six years and pay a six thousand dollar fine and write an apology letter to the state of Georgia. And uh, she has also she also uh, she has agreed to testify truthfully against uh, the other eighteen co-defendants. And so last month uh, there was another uh, another uh, Georgia uh, Rico uh, co-defendant, Scott Hall. Uh, uh, the bail bondsman uh, from Coffee County, Georgia, pleaded uh, guilty. Uh, obviously, uh, Sydney Powell, she was the one that made the most out there accusations of uh, election, election fraud, uh, which uh, obviously uh, led to uh, Dominion Voting Systems and Smartmatic uh, launching uh, lawsuits against her, uh, Fox News, and also uh, Mike Lendell. I think um, not might be leaving other people out as well. And remember, she said that she was going to uh, release the Kraken, and which uh, <laughs> the that that Kraken uh, fizzled out as much as the well the the Kraken COVID variant. Now let's go over uh, to the UK, uh, where they had a, another weekend of pro-Palestine rallies in London. And of course, uh, you know, Rishi Sunak and Suella Braverman, uh, you know, we stand with Israel, uh, you know, where it's, they, they will be prosecuted, uh, those who are out there trying to support Hamas. Uh, I mean, as I said last week, when Suella Braverman says, oh, I'm going to go after these people, I mean, that's her track record. I mean, that's an empty threat. I mean, being, you know, basically threatened by Suella Braverman with uh, law enforcement action is like being hit with a wet lettuce. 
Uh, so uh, the Met Police, uh, which uh, are under the control of the Muslim uh, Lord Mayor of London, uh, Sadiq Khan, uh, so they uh, put out a social media post which they claimed uh, that the word jihad has a number of meanings, but we know the public will most commonly associate it with terrorism. We have specialist counterterrorism office here in the operations room, in particular knowledge in this area. They have assessed this video filmed at the Hizbet Tahrir protest in central London today, not identified any, any offences arising from the specific clip. However, recognizing the way language like this will be interpreted by the public and the visic impact it will have, officers have identified the man involved and will be speaking to him shortly to discourage any repeat of similar chanting. So apparently jihad, like uh, calling for jihad, uh, isn't a terrorist incitement, according to the Metropolitan uh, Police. But you know we'll, what will get you arrested by the Metropolitan uh, Police is uh, displaying uh, the English flag uh, near where a pro-Palestine event is happening. For the moment, anything racist or even close no, to racism no, is said. The moment anything gets anything close to that, all right, people are going to start getting arrested. It's just this is the verbal warning that you know all I'm saying. So that's. Well, that's basically the same thing as in uh, the Melbourne CBD on Australia Australia Day. You can't bring an Australian flag into the Melbourne CBD because the anti-Australian uh, warriors, the Aboriginal resistance, uh, Antifa uh, thugs, uh, totalitarian rule the Melbourne CBD. It's basically given to them on that day uh, by the state Labor government. Remember Ricky T almost got lynched on the steps of Flinders Street Station on Australia Day 2019 for dis displaying the Australian flag on Australia Day in front of an iconic Australian uh, building and Victoria Police uh, took him away. It was absolutely uh, disgusting. And now uh, the useless uh, Rishi Sunak uh, government, uh, they, <laughs> uh, they lost two uh, by-elections uh, that uh, were held last Thursday, super safe uh, Tory seats. So the mid-Bedfordshire uh, by-election, which was triggered by the resignation of Nadine Doris, a Boris Johnson loyalist. Uh, so the Labour Party have managed to win this. Uh, this is was considered very safe. And there was also the Tamworth uh, by-election, uh, which was triggered by the resignation of Christopher Pincher. And he, his, he was uh, another one of the uh, sex scandals. Uh, it was the final one of Boris Johnson's premiership. Uh, he uh, was, uh, was uh, revealed, uh, well, it, uh, it, be it became more widely known that he had, well, pinched men on the bottom. Uh, so uh, it was a, a doozy of a name, uh, Pincher the Pincher. And so incredibly safe, uh, safe conservative seat, Tamworth, won by the Labour Party. So the general election has to be held by the end of next year. Uh, the Tories are dead as a dodo. And if, if uh, Rishi Sunak thought that the sex scandals 
were over with the end of Boris Johnson's premiership, there is another one. Uh, so uh, Tory MP, he has another doozy name, Peter Bone. He allegedly uh, showed his boner uh, to a staffer uh, during a, 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 a trip to Madrid. They were sharing a single hotel room. And when he came out of the shower, his towel uh, fell off and displayed his boner. And so he has uh, been uh, suspended uh, from uh, the House of Commons uh, for uh, 60 days. Uh, now, uh, Peter Bone has uh, denied flashing his boner. He's also denied uh, other uh, bullying allegations that he requested massages and threw pens and other office equipment uh, at his uh, victim. Uh, so, <laughs> and he's a social conservative MP as well, Peter Bone. Uh, so, they deserve to lose uh, the Labor. Uh, sorry, the uh, they deserve to lose the Tory government to the Labor. Uh, party at the next general election. They are completely useless. I know that uh, Lady of Shalott and uh, Dawn Browning are British expats. I'm not sure about you, but this is one of the worst uh, British governments in living memory. They are absolutely hopeless. I mean, they need to be turfed out. I mean, <laughs> obviously, uh, Sakia Starmer and Labour will probably be uh, a bit worse, uh, but uh, it's, they definitely need to be punished. The 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 Conservative Party and thrown out. They they are going to they are going to lose the next election. Uh, the Tories are as dead as a dodo, and the the British public are waiting with baseball bats to to vote them out. To to use an Australian uh, political term, terminology. And if Anthony Albanese back here at home uh, doesn't uh, pull his head in after the voice referendum and uh, still continues to, well, uh, basically, uh, do, uh, do, <laughs> even though he's been rebuked by the Australian people, uh, just continues to do whatever the referendum working group, uh, the, uh, the, the people who run the, the Uluru statement, tell him to do. Uh, then he is going to be voted out at the next election. I mean, it's been a week and he hasn't, there's been nothing on cost of, cost of living. There was a Roy Morgan poll uh, released uh, today, which uh, Roy Morgan, uh, you should take their polls with a grain of salt, but actually had the LNP ahead, two-party preferred 50.5% to Albanese 49.5%. Uh, the week after the referendum, which is, I'd be interested to see some other polling, whether there is uh, this, uh, if this Morgan poll is another rogue poll, I'd be interested to see whether there has has been a collapse in support for Albanese and the Labor Party, given that he still cannot shut up about uh, losing the voice referendum and just still wants to do whatever uh, the, the, the referendum working group, the Uluru Statement people, want him to do well to uh disappear uh from disappear <laughs> he wants to disappear from his problems uh so airbus elbow is back uh so he's over in the united states washington dc for a state dinner with uh joe biden uh then next month he is off to china 
uh, to meet with Xi Jinping. And uh, he obviously thinks that things are getting better uh, with uh, the CCP. Uh, they released uh, Australian journalist uh, Cheng Lei, who was imprisoned on bogus uh, espionage charges for three years, and uh, Trade Minister uh, Don uh, Farrell. Uh, he trumpeted today that uh, China hasn't lifted the the wine uh, uh, the the ban on uh, Australian wine. But uh, uh, they are reviewing it. So Don Farrell is is very very uh, enthusiastic uh, about that. Uh, remember, Don Farrell is uh, the one uh, that he went up to Dermot Brereton at the AFL Grand Final and said, "I'll oh, take a photo with me. I'm the trade minister. You have to have a photo taken with me," and was a real prima donna. Also, just going back to the UK last week, I'm not sure if you saw that uh, Douglas Murray, uh, when he was uh, giving uh, the uh, Roger Scruton lecture at uh, Oxford, uh, had uh, Kevin Spacey appear as a surprise uh, guest. Uh, Kevin Spacey is back in acting now after he's found not guilty of uh, sexual uh, assault charges in the UK and during a civil case was found not guilty of sexually assaulting uh, actor Anthony Rapt when he was uh, 14. That was the original accusation that saw uh, lots of allegations come against Kevin Spacey and saw uh, his, uh, saw him cancelled, although there was a number of uh, Number a number of uh, Spacey accusers who mysteriously died, and uh, I saw that uh, Joel Davis uh, he uh, reshared a a post uh, that uh, Unity News Network uh, posted on Telegram. I want to get uh, the the uh, founder and operator of Unity N News Network on an episode of Wilmstrand soon because uh, he seems like an independent thinker in the UK. Uh, which is good. Uh, so uh, Joel Davis said, right-wing homosexuals can't help themselves but subvertly rationalise their degeneracy. They can never just accept that the rest of us are disgusted by their perversions and can be and can at best pretend that they're not gay but just weird so long as they keep it closeted and lap as a normal person. But that's not good enough for them, so they have to push the boundaries. Our forefathers executed them for reason. That's a bit much, Joel. Uh, though... I'm not sure about uh, Douglas Murray's uh, sexual proclivities. I mean, obviously he's openly gay, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about his personal life, which is probably the the better. And obviously, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey, uh, well, is clearly a deviant and degenerate, but we have to treat him as uh, innocent uh, because he was found innocent and if we're prepared to give uh, a, a the innocent to proven guilty uh, due process to Russell Brand we should give it to uh, Kevin Spacey as well uh, regardless of uh, se of sexu sexuality Hatron anti-bullying says I don't know what time this show even starts now it starts at 9 p.m Australian Eastern daylight savings time and which is I'm not sure which state you're you're based in but YouTube uh, YouTube doesn't automatically adjust for daylight savings. So I actually have to set uh, the, when I schedule it on StreamYard, I have to schedule it to start at 8 p.m., which is Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so I know that uh, Mel McPhee uh, is uh, 
is based in uh, Queensland. Uh, so uh, for a Queensland streamer such as the Dusty Bogan, uh, he can set his streams to start at 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time and everything's but yes for us with daylight savings uh youtube and Streamyard is not uh not not considerate of us now tomorrow night i uh, there will be no uh theorists with myself and andy nolcher because andy is uh, up in Queensland to film his Great Barrier Reef docu documentary I'm not sure he's got a got for his uh camera girl has he got uh uh, Monica Schmidt as his camera girl, or he's got Dia Beltran as his camera girl, or has he got some other girl uh, to be uh, to do the the camera work uh, for him? I'll ask him uh, when he uh, gets gets back. Uh, so it'll be in a fortnight's time. And uh, remember, if you've got uh, any any uh, Wilms Frank guest suggestions, uh, please let me know either in the comments or on telegram remember you can always uh, dm me at at tim wilms uh, so i'll next see you uh live uh next monday 8 uh, sorry 9 p.m uh melbourne time on the wilms front channels and then the theorists will be back 9 p.m uh tuesday on the theorist channels and uh that will be our halloween special shows because uh uh, next Tuesday, October the 31st, it'll be Halloween. So I've got a costume ready uh, for our Halloween shows next week. Uh, so as you know, I, I love Halloween. Uh, I think that, well, it's an excuse for, for fun, uh, for both uh, children and uh, adults. So I'll see you for our Halloween specials of Tim's News Explosion and also uh, The Theorist next week. There'll be a new report from Tiger Mount with Richard Wollstonecroft uh, coming up later uh, this week. Now... Remember, uh, if you want to uh, support uh, the work of the Unshackled, uh, but don't want to send through a super chat via Entropy, uh, you can take out an Unshackled membership. Uh, so bronze, $5 per month, silver, $10 per month, gold, $20, $25 per month, platinum, $50 per month. So the unshackled.net slash membership. And of course, the unshackled.net has our Unshackled Productions archive and also our articles as well i hope you enjoyed my uh wilms front interview uh with kira lee smith uh last night uh, so the live replay is available on the wilms front uh, channels and remember if you have any other guest suggestions please let me know thank you so much everybody for watching again your comments throughout the show vignal says unshackled <laughs> Well, Joel Davis asked for money as well through his uh, super chats and power chats. I'm not like Arvi who asks for money every every five minutes. I mean, <laughs> there's basically every single uh, video he does. There's he he asks asks for money there. Uh, there's a few uh, a few a few suggestions uh, for <laughs> uh, for Halloween uh, costumes. Uh, you'll just have to wait until uh, next week. So good night, everybody. Stay safe, stay sane, uh, and uh, stay happy. And uh, it's obviously, the weather is temperamental here in Melbourne. Uh, so 
depending on the weather, uh, stay warm or stay cool. Uh, Good night, everybody. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's News Explosion.